Okay, thanks for your views there. Well, that's the thing about surveys and all of that. They, uh, there's debates, all, all that around them. And we welcome your views and those debates. Let's talk wellness now. Uh, scheduling in time for rest. So uh, the background is we want to go faster. We want to do more. We want to hustle. And social media and advertising is full of influencers, entrepreneurs and gurus touting the virtues of working at all costs. Scheduling time off is important to allow yourself to recover and unplug from our work environment. It also allows your mind uh, to wander or daydream without interruptions of social media, streaming platforms, and uh, you set boundaries for self-care when you are away and participate in social activities beyond our workplaces. No interruptions of social media, no interruptions of Asanda Peta on Sound Awake, <laughs> Dr. Anesumbis, for no interruptions of watching social, uh, Survivor. Is that one great? We can, <laughs> we can do that one. <laughs> I don't know How if that's you? going to... I don't know if that's going to lower your stress levels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you this Wednesday? I'm good. Thanks so much. Dr. Nesumbis for medical doctor, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher. And uh, let's talk about this then. Why yeah. do we need to schedule time for rest? Because one should think that we don't need to schedule it. It should be part of our normal routine. Well, it should come naturally. Totally. You know, and, and I think also given the context of us having spoken about unemployment, it almost seems like a paradox having so many people who might not even have jobs, but then also pushing this concept of self-care and rest. And the most important thing when it comes to rest, and I think a lot of people will relate to this, is rest isn't necessarily a day off work or taking leave or um, taking time to go on holiday and to vacation. Rest is taking a moment to rest and detach yourself from your thoughts. And that's something that regardless of what it is that you do or don't do, that's something that we all need to consciously put time aside to do. How much downtime do we need? How, when we're scheduling that, how much do we need? The best answer to that is resting to the point that you feel recharged. And that's different for everybody. You know, we have some people who are chronically under stress who are experiencing burnout. And for somebody who's in that acute situation where their energy levels are low, they're hyper-stressed, you probably need a more prolonged period of rest to get back to your normal functioning. But for the average person, even though we do live a very stressful life, if you schedule in time to rest, even if it's something as simple as one hour in your day, or consciously making sure when you come back from work that you switch off and you actually use your evening to rest, that's usually enough for, for the average person in order for you to feel like you've recharged your batteries. So is it uh, rest of mind or rest of body that is more important? And let's look at the differences in terms of that when we say downtime. So the interesting thing with resting our minds versus resting our bodies is we're quite good in our society at resting our bodies, sometimes too much. You know, we, we live in a society of convenience. People don't walk to work anymore. People don't have to exercise in order for them to function in our society. And so rest for your body isn't necessarily not doing anything physically active. If anything, rest for your body is something that refreshes your energy, movement, taking time to focus on your breath. But that's also super important and something that we need to consider. Whereas now when we talk about rest of the mind, that's consciously taking the time 
to detach from your thoughts or the things that bring you stress. So it's not about sitting on your couch and scrolling through social media. That's not restful. If anything, that can cause anxiety. It can cause undue comparison to others and the lives that they're supposedly living on social media. So when we talk about resting the mind, it's doing activities that completely take our focus away from whatever is causing our stress Mm -hmm. and focusing them on the present moment and what we have directly in front of us. Okay, let's take a short break. We'll continue with our chat here on Wellness Corner. Scheduling in time for rest is our topic. This is SFA. Asanda Beta on Sound Awake, Monday to Friday, 3 to 5 a.m. Continuing our conversation with Dr. Anes Sumbisfo, medical doctor, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher. We're st- is talking about scheduling time in for uh, rest. So, as we say, okay, now you've given us tips in terms of what we should do without down, uh, downtime, mm. doctor. Uh, but do we need to set rules also? Yes. So the main important thing with scheduling time into rest is a lot of the time we believe that if we just tell ourselves that we need to practice self-care or we need to take a break, we kind of believe that that will innately happen. But what ends up happening, and regardless of whether you take leave or even if it's the weekend, is we get into this flow where we're constantly doing, we're constantly working or thinking, and then we forget about our rest because we think that we're resting, but actually what might look like rest on the outside because, you know, we're sitting, we're with family, actually isn't restful for the mind and for your emotions. And so when it comes to scheduling time into rest, it's consciously putting time aside in your day that is your time where you make things different. You either put your phone on silent or switch it off. Maybe put it on do not disturb. Mm. You consciously detach from social media. Maybe after coming home from work, you do a little ritual where you, as you offload your bag, you imagine that you're releasing all of the baggage that you've had from the day. And after doing that, you don't allow a thought of work to come into your mind for the rest of your evening. So it's about consciously making sure that you make these habits almost things that you can tick off every day, things that you can say, "Ah, okay, I detached from social media, I switched off my phone, I've made sure that I'm in the present moment. And I think if we make those tasks, I don't want to say tasks in the sense of a to-do list, Mm -hmm. but if we make those little milestones in our day, that allows us to to really focus on making sure that we're mindful of when we need to wind down and when we need to rest, as opposed to us forgetting about it because we just think it's going to happen naturally. Should it be coordinated in a family setup? So should there be time where we say, let's all get into downtime as a family, or it needs to be communicated that it's now downtown for downtime for mom and a different time it's downtime for dad, at a different time, it's downtime for, for auntie and everybody needs to be made away so they know to stay away if they need to <laughs> and, and be sensitized to that. So should we coordinate a downtime when we are in a family setup? Yeah, I think there's a mixture of both. I think majority of the time in a family setup, it's going to be really difficult for one member to rest um, and not be distracted by the others. And so I think coordinated downtime where maybe there's a specific time every evening, 7 p.m., Everybody puts their phones down. Everybody gathers in a specific area in the home. And you just focus on being present together. But at the same time, 
what we know, especially for women, you know, it's still Women's Month, is because women are largely responsible still for a lot of the tasks in the household, it would be almost impossible to tell a woman that, you know, her time of rest is just going to be when the rest of the family is resting. And Mm. so it's especially important for anybody who's taking a more active role in the household, regardless of gender, to also specifically take self-time, self-rest time. And that's where your rest is not really about social interaction, which we all need, in fact, you know, not all rest is solitary. We can really recharge our batteries from being around the people that we love. But sometimes taking some time in solitude, especially if you're somebody who's constantly providing for the needs of others, can be extremely restful. And that's something that really should be considered if your household isn't really your safe space to find peace and rest. So how do we deal with guilt that could uh, possibly be associated with us wanting to take our downtime, especially uh, us women? Mm, This is such a good question. I think everybody can kind of relate to the feeling where it's your first day of leave and all you can think about is how guilty you are about leaving your colleagues in, in the workplace. And so when it comes to guilt around all of these issues, some people feel guilty about self-care and spending time loving themselves. Some people, like you say, feel guilty about rest. And the most important thing when you start to experience guilt or shame around doing something that is good for you is to really take the time to question and interrogate where those beliefs come from. And for a lot of us, from childhood, we're taught that in order for us to be successful, um, you know, as people of color, as women especially, where you're, you're almost trying to break glass ceilings, we get taught that you need to hustle, 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 and that's the only way that you're going to succeed. And so unless we question these beliefs and we ask ourselves, is this really true? Am I at my most productive when I'm burnt out and stressed out? Or do my most creative ideas come when I'm spending time outside with my family? when I'm spending time away from work. And when we start to consciously journal through and interrogate some of these limiting self-beliefs or limiting beliefs around life and success and how we can reach our purpose, that then starts to shift the way that we view times of rest, where we realize that resting and self-care is actually a necessity in order for us to be successful. It's not a guilty indulgence that we need to hide and be ashamed of. Absolutely. Let's just end it on a message from Anonymous who says, Good morning. A spiritual practice can also help the mind to rest. Painting and journaling really works for me. Thank you so much, Dr. Yes, it's really beautiful. Thanks for for joining us again, Dr. Always great chatting to you. We'll chat again next week. You too, Asanda. Don't forget to rest at some point today. Ask yourself if you rested at the end of the day, and if you haven't, switch off your phone and take that moment. Absolutely. I, I definitely do that. I almost feel like yes. I'm never accessible, especially on online. <laughs> After five o'clock, you won't, you won't reach me. Miss <laughs> <laughs> me. Thanks. Always work. appreciate Bye, you. Bye. <laughs> Dr. Anesu Misfo, a medical doctor, entrepreneur and yoga teacher talking to us in our wellness corner. Our time now being 4.46.